Welcome everyone to the first segment we have of Game Talk. Now this is a new segment we're doing for Closing Staff Podcast. The reason for that is because a lot of us, uh, we're, we tend to be pretty busy outside of our, uh, you know, normal recording. And these guys also tend to go MIA during this time around October to January. I think we mentioned that in one of the previous podcasts. So the idea behind Game Talk is we choose a subject, the game we want to talk about. And not everybody that uh, is part of the podcast has to be here, has to be present to talk about it. For instance, I'm Trade Hold and I'll be talking about Yakuza today. But if, uh, let's say, Distro wanted to talk about his own subjects and he can have his own guests and uh, I wouldn't have to be present or if Cash Wrap also also wanted to talk about his own games or maybe just do like a horror segment then he can do that himself so uh with that out of the way again we're going to be talking about yakuza i have some friends with me today um some online friends who are also somewhat fans of yakuza um i wouldn't call myself a hardcore fan myself uh but i also try to have some people who are you know more casual fans and maybe not as um obsessed i guess you can say so that we have different perspectives so let me introduce you to some of my friends here. Uh, first, we have Swaz, um, who is uh, you. I would say you're a very you're you're a new fan, right, Swaz? Yeah, I think I played the first one like two years ago. Okay, and then on t- I mean the thing about Swaz too is that he is um, not only from out of state; he's actually from out of the country uh, in multiple ways, right? You don't have to mention, yeah. it, but <laughs> I mean you don't have to mention which country or anything like that, but. Uh, on top, you're not you're not native to the country you live in, which is not also not in the U.S. Nope. <laughs> and then I have another friend here, Cyrus, who is out of state. Hello. <laughs> uh, and then Cyrus has been your you've been a longtime fan, but uh, you're more of a casual fan, yeah, of Yakuza. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> so I've been playing since PS2, but you know I played it here and there, missed a few entries in the series, but I'm trying to catch back up. And uh, understandably, um, you, you don't remember all the characters. I'm pretty sure that's the same with Swaz. Yeah, I probably uh, forgot more than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad if I can remember the main characters. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, I'm sure you know Kiryu Kazuma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm good with that part. <laughs> okay, um, well, the reason we're talking about Yakuza is because, you know, we have a Yakuza Like a Dragon coming out uh, next month, you know, in... November 10th, um, which is going to be more RPG turn-based type uh, play style. Uh, but before that, you know, um, what what entry did you start with and how did you kind of become a fan of the series? Let's start with Cyrus. Oh, well, I started with uh, Yakuza 1 way, way back in the day. On the PS2? Um, on the PS2, actually, yes. Um, what made me a fan? I just, I really liked the way that they told the story. It was uh, very realistic and grounded and you know the gameplay kept me interested of course but the story is what really kept me going through the game and the series as a whole i think swaz you said that you had only started uh two years ago yeah so the only reason i got into it is i put kiwami one was free on ps plus mm-hmm. so i just downloaded it and i had it like on my system for ages and i thought oh might as well just give it a go because i know that you're a huge fan so I thought, like, oh, well, let's see what this is all about. And, yeah, I loved it. It was, like, so much fun. I think I especially just liked how badass Kiryu was. <laughs> and it was great just to see that. So then I played Zero and I played Kiwami 2. Which is great. <laughs> well, yes. I can say that the Yakuza 2 is fantastic. I still haven't played the Kiwami yet, which is why I can't say that I'm a hardcore fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Cyrus was already touching on this a bit, but what would you say is the uh, most appealing like part about Yakuza? What makes you know people really get into the series? Either one of you want uh, to start first. All right, let's go with Cyrus. <laughs> okay. Um, repeat the question again. Sorry. Okay. Well, I was just saying. Uh, I was just asking. Um, what do you think is like the most appealing part of Yakuza? What draws people to really become fans of the game? Oh well. Honestly, if you're if you're a fan, if you, if you like your games with a good story that's well flushed out, something easy to follow but still interesting all the same, then yeah, I would definitely say give uh, Yakuza a shot because I mean you're you're playing a movie. It's got a solid plot, dialogue is on point, and there's you know a little something for everybody. There's action, drama, comedy. Can't really go wrong with it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Swaz? Uh, so I think for me it was mostly the characters. Like Kiryu, for example, if you're ever like gonna wonder what he's gonna do next, all you have to do is think like, what's the most badass course of action, and then that's probably <laughs> what Kiryu's gonna do. And there's also like Majima, who's also like just a hilarious and really fun character with some occasional unexpected deep moments. I think that's what's really like got me into the series more than anything. You started with Kiwami too, right? Not Zero. I started with Kiwami one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, I always tell people, I, I used to tell people, uh, start with Kuami because uh, if you start with Zero, you might like Majima a lot because it, it, focus, it gives more of an edge towards Majima's story since he doesn't get as much exploration in the later games. But it might bum you out because once you start with Kuami 1, you'll find that you'll basically only be playing with Kiryu throughout the whole series. Now, now, now it's more like, you know what, uh, I think even if you start with Zero... Then, uh, even if there's that initial disappointment when you start playing one that you won't be playing with Majima, um, you still will grow to like, really like Kiryu as well. But what do you guys think? Like, uh, let's start with the uh, Swa, since you actually started with Kiwami 1 before you actually played Zero. What do you, like, what do you think? Do you think it's best to start with Zero? Or actually, it was better for you just, uh, starting off at Kiwami 1? So I think in story or character perspective, I'm not sure if it makes a huge amount of difference, but I definitely think starting with Kiwami 1 was better because I think Zero came out later, didn't it? And I think the gameplay in Zero was a bit more polished. Mm-hmm. So I think going from Zero then to Kiwami 1 could be like, might be like a step backwards and might make the game feel a bit more clunky than it would be otherwise. <laughs> Which people are gonna have to do anyway once they get once they go from Kiwami two to uh, Yakuza three remastered. Nah, man, I'm doing Kiwami three. <laughs> We're actually gonna talk about that later, but uh, let's see. Uh, what do you think about that, Cyrus? Oh, I would agree that yeah, it's probably better to start with Kiwami one. Um, <clears throat> it drops you in the set, you know, it centers you in the story, and like like you said, it focuses on Kiryu as the main and only protagonist of the game whereas zero did a good job at flushing out majima and honestly from what i remember of zero it was mostly about majima's backstory and Kiryu was just kind of there to keep you reminded that it was yakuza game <laughs> well it gives you that additional stuff you need to know about um Kiryu's early days with uh, nishikiyama too which he's also pretty prominent in yakuza one true his, very true yeah, his you know i know Probably don't remember names, but I'm pretty sure you at least remember him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I think one of my favorite moments in Zero was, like, how there's that one, I can't remember his name, that one lead 
Yakuza guy who just kept like getting into fights with Kiryu and losing, and I was just amazing. <laughs> the one on the motorbike, whatever his name is. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, was that Ryuji? <clears throat> oh, no, that I can't I don't remember names to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You find oh, him in the oh, right. <laughs> Well, we again. It's all good. We don't really have to get into it and all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, you know what? Speaking of, because uh, Swaz was bringing up uh, holding out for Kiwami Three, um, well, it looks like I already got uh, Swaz's perspective on it because I was gonna ask, do you really think Kiwami Three will happen, and do you actually think it's necessary? Um, so, you know, go ahead and give me uh, your thought process on that, Swaz. Uh, so, because Yakuza Three came on the PS3, right? Yeah, and then the Yakuza One and Two are on the PS2, so. I think because the PS5 is coming out now, there's going to be another like two generational gap again, like there was from the PS2 to the PS4. And since, well, I'm not actually sure, but I think like Kiwami 1 and 2 and Yakuza 0 are quite successful. So I don't see a reason why they wouldn't make Kiwami 3 on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what about you, Cyrus? Um, well, I will say that the generational gap is apparent. I mean, having played Kwame One just recently and starting Kwame Two, Kwame Two runs off the Yakuza Six engine, I believe. The Dragon Engine. Yeah, the Dragon Engine. So I mean, at its core, I mean the gameplay is still the same, but it's quite an overhaul from going from Kwame One to Kwame Two, and then Three, Four, and Five are just straight HD remasters. So mm-hmm. it's going to run off that old engine again. So. I mean, getting thrown into the new gameplay style and then going back to the old gameplay style, I would say it would be nice to get a Kiwami 3, etc., just to keep that fluid gameplay, and I did like the gameplay in Kiwami 2 much smoother. Honestly, given my own personal opinion, I don't think it's going to happen, and I don't think it's necessary. Um, while I, I know that's most people's logic, is that there's a two-generation gap, uh, the main reason they did the remasters of 3 and 5 was so that you can all play it all on one platform. And gameplay-wise, it's mostly the... Well, I should say uh, it's it's mostly the same between 3 and 4, and then 5 and 0 actually uses the same engine as well. So um, in terms of the, them actually doing a whole remake using a new engine, I don't see that happening. Um, not going to say it won't. But I really don't see it happening. I don't think it's actually necessary. If they were to put all of it onto, like, yeah, let's let's say they uh, put it all onto, you know, PlayStation Five. For the most part, all most of the games on PS Four are playable on PS Five, so you can still play the whole series um, that was released on PS Four on the PS Five. Right. Yeah. So you know, um, you can hold out hope. I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, I know that they want to. They already want to, or they're already getting a lot of, you know, requests to port the uh, Kenzan and Ishin games, which are the the ones that take place in the uh, Edo and Meiji era, I think. Um, and then on top of that, I'm sure they also want to create new games because they just re- they already released uh, seven in Japan, and it's you know just coming out over here in the U.S. Is that the turn-based one? Yes. And how do you feel about it being turn-based? <laughs> Good segue there, because I was going to say the same thing. Um, personally, I am okay with it. 
but I would like to get uh, your opinions on it, both from like a fan perspective as well as what you think from a business perspective. But uh, let's start with uh, Cyrus on that. Like, what do you think about them changing the battle system? Uh, well, I think it's it's a good initiative. Um, because I mean, you never want to make the same thing for too long. You always want to try and do a little bit something to give the audience something new to look forward to. But honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. To be honest, uh, it could be good. Um, as we know from most RPGs nowadays, turn-based systems have kind of fallen off the map. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Persona has kind of Persona and Dragon Quest shows that it's still fairly prominent. Um, this is coming True. from someone who was not all that impressed with Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, Me neither. But it was—it still—it was like widely acclaimed. And then uh, Persona Five, which I think is a little overrated, but it's still a pretty good one. I, I know you've never played it, but what about uh, you, Swaz? Uh, I think it's an interesting direction, and I think it's quite funny because, like, especially it's like you know the other like. Like the big, the biggest RPG series, probably the most popular, most well known, is like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and they've been drifting like in the opposite direction, like away from turn based and into like more of a real time, like action RPG mm-hmm. type of style. Mm-hmm. And you just see like all the fans like complaining and like, oh, they should go back turn based and that, and then seeing like Yakuza basically do the opposite <laughs> and going from like action RPG or whatever to um, turn based. Yeah, I think it's definitely a brave decision. I'm not sure if like the Yakuza series really would lend itself very well to turn-based, because uh, I feel like a lot of the like all the appeal to me was just like the big like one versus many brawls type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it wouldn't be quite as exciting turn-based, but I don't know. I'd have to try it before I really gave an opinion. Now, from a business perspective, what do you think about it? Like, do you think that was a good idea? Do you think it was a terrible idea? Uh, I'm not sure, like, just knowing, I don't really know the Yakuza fanbase very well, so I don't know how they would feel about it. I think change is good in general, like Cyrus said, like, we should, like, because it'll just get stale after a while. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if, like, completely overhauling the combat and turning it into turn-based was, like, the change that they should have done. Okay. Well, I mean... Why not? Is it just too wildly different? Uh, I just think it makes it a lot more, I guess, relaxed, if that's the right word. Because mm-hmm. it used to be like the series, like the combat was so hectic, and there was so much going on, and that's part of the appeal, it's like craziness. And I think you lose some of that with turn base. Have you looked into it at all? Like, have you looked at uh, how the battles go with it? I just saw a trailer, like, when it first came out, but not really that on it. The the joke trailer or the actual trailer? <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> okay, well, let's swing that back to uh, Cyrus. So what do you think about that as like uh, from a business perspective? Do you think that was a good idea on their end? Was that was it too different? Well, from a business aspect, it's it's an innovative choice. Um, I wouldn't say it was a mistake. I mean, try try again. I mean, really, when it comes out of the game industry, it's all about trial and error find out what works um i agree with swaz though there is a there is a level of simplicity and casual that comes with switching to a turn-based style system Mm -hmm. so you're kind of losing that real 
action-y feel to the game by, you know, actually getting into fistfights with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose when it really comes down to it, it kind of depends on how they handle everything else on whether or not it's still going to be good enough for the game because with a different combat system, that's going to change the way the skills and stuff work. So, I don't know. Diehard fans, longtime fans might not be okay with the change, which might hurt in a business sense. But at the same time, it's a different gameplay style that might be what draws in a new crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good way of looking at it. And in all honesty, any longtime hardcore fans of any series will have a problem with pretty much almost any change that you do to Boy. anything, right? <laughs> As gamers, we don't like change, but then we get mad when stuff doesn't change. <laughs> it's true. We don't like change, but we get bored easily. So, <laughs> well, on both of your points, I want them to change. I mean, I wanted to change. I just didn't want that change. <laughs> I mean, on both of your points, uh, I agree, and it's in all in all honesty, I think it's a um, it's a smart move. Now, it, as a Yakuza fan. Um, what you know? What I what I would say that I'm open to it, but I'm not as hardcore of a fan. And on top of that, we 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 know how I love RPGs, anyways. So um, I've always considered Yakuza more of an action RPG, um, which I know that most people don't classify it as such. As such, I mean, it itself is classified as an action open world ad- adventure, but it's very RPG. It's very uh, action RPG ish. Um, and I think I would- it's a well. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I agree. Yeah, and I think it's a. I actually think, from a business perspective, it was a smart move, uh, for multiple reasons. Number one, like you said, um, they've been doing the same combat for a while now, and as much fun as it is, uh, if you play it like me, and I know you guys know how I play it, which is you know no up, no upgrades, no level up nonsense. Uh, you kind of see what um the issues are with the combat. Um, usually when you restrict yourself, you, you see what uh, problems they have. And even as all the way up to Yakuza 5, the lock-on is awful. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Combat's fun. Lock-on is awful. Sometimes, uh, like, I mean, I don't know if you ever tried to use like the knuckles, uh, you know, the brass knuckles and stuff like that. They, it seems to go in a straight line. Like if and the enemies move while you're trying to combo, you're still attacking in a straight line like nobody moved or anything like that if you tried to use the lock-on with that. So it's not the greatest combat system by far. It's a lot of fun, but it's not the greatest. And they've been doing it... How many games is it now? Uh, let's see. You have seven main games. Uh, I don't know whether the uh, the Samurai games will count for that, but I would say... I would guess it that it does just, just with the swords. Then you have the... Uh, uh, the PSP games, which I'm sure none of you have ever played. No. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> never, never released in the U.S. Um, but the reason why I think it's a good change, or a smart, even a smart change from their end, is number one: when they made the April Fools' video, everyone loved it. Like everyone was like, "Oh man, they should do that with Yakuza." And then suddenly when they announced, you know what, we actually are, and we just wanted to test the audience, suddenly everyone got mad. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was serious, man. I don't want that change. Even though I just said yesterday that I loved that. Yeah. Uh, and then the, here's the thing, too, because we were just talking about it. Uh, Final Fantasy is kind of moving away from it. 
And Final Fantasy has always liked to change their battle system around, but their fans don't like it. But you have Persona fans and Dragon Quest fans who are still always fighting for, man, look, turn-based still works, you know? And, you know, which Yakuza is only since Yakuza 0 gaining like a huge, huge follower base, and but still a really, really niche series. So still a lot of people that don't play it, especially because once they find out there's like seven main games to go through. You know, um, I mean, Swaz, you, you started only two years ago, but you've played three of them, right? Yeah. Like, what is your reason for not starting on, like, three? Outside of waiting for Kiwami, which is just, just waiting for Kiwami 3, hopefully? Um, I think, like, it's a great series, but, it, like, each game is such a time sink. And, like, when I, whenever I, like, whenever I finish with one of the games, I just feel, like, a bit drained. I guess I just haven't really gone around to playing three, especially if I know it's going to be like a massive step backwards, mm-hmm. and like you don't have any of the styles and just so I don't know. Yeah. So and so basically, part of the reasons why because you don't want to burn out for one. Yeah. And another is because you're afraid that with the gameplay change, or like basically playing an older gameplay that you might not like it, or you might not yeah. be able to invest in it. Like, if I had, like, you know, unlimited time, then I would play it, but... So goes like the reason games. for every game. <laughs> so so is the reason for playing any game, right? Yeah. So I think that there's other games I'm, like, playing around to now. So I think if I get to a point where there's nothing that I really, really want to play, then I probably will get started on Yakuza 3. But I don't know when that's going to be. So, so, yeah, getting back to my main point, though, you know, Persona and Dragon Quest fans show that there's still a demand for turn-based rpgs and what which ha- which has a bigger fan base yakuza or rpgs in general so rpgs probably. yeah 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 exactly yeah. so from a business perspective even if let's say they lost some of their hardcore fan base they gained much more in- from the rpg fan base right yeah yeah so that's my like that's what i think like that's why i think they would be they're, they're, it was a smart move, if not a bit risky, or if not really risky. And on top of that, it's a new saga. So for most people who have not played uh, the previous, you know, Kiryu saga, and there's this new protagonist, there's less fear going into it as well, right? Right. Yeah, you don't have to have played all the other ones. Right. So yeah, that's that's what I think with that. But. Uh, Shift gears a little bit. Let's go back to uh, we were we were talking about you know of them possibly releasing Kiwami three, but they're having you know more more things lined up. Either creating a new game or the biggest demand is uh, remastering games and localizing games that we in the U.S. never got, which which is uh, Kenzan and Ishin. Uh, not to mention the two PSP games too. You know, in my personal opinion, I think they're going to do a spin-off collection like they have done, like, you know, all the Yakuza's have had uh, a trilogy collection, like the Origins collection, the Remastered collection. Um, so I think they're going to do a, a spin-off collection, including Kenzan and Ishin, and possibly uh, Dead Souls, because if they, they have, if they want to put that in, I think that's the only place to really put it in that will fit. And it's just call it the spinoff collection. But uh, the problem with uh, so far with what people are saying about why we're not going to get uh, Ishin is that there is a part of the plot, kind of spoilers for anyone listening, but 
for you guys, I'm pretty sure you're not even gonna remember by the time it gets there. But uh, there's a part of the plot where uh, Haruka's um, incarnation, she basically has to become a sex slave, and so people are saying it's not. It's they're having this doubt that it will happen because of what you know era we live in right now, where that's gonna be really considered offensive and you know get a lot of criticism but uh, what do you guys think about that hooray for censorship <laughs> so you think they might censor it i think it's actually part of the main plot oh well, um i guess i don't know like how prominent it is and how it's done but like you know if it's done well then i don't see any reason why they can't bring it over but if it's like you know really in your face as the Japanese are wont to do, in my experience, <laughs> um, in their games anyway. Uh, so yeah, I think there might be some fear about bringing it over. Well, what about you, Cyrus? Oh, well, that's a whole different political debate that I, I'm sure you don't want to get into. But honestly, I miss the days when games used to push the envelope and, you know, delve into murky waters, if you will. Right. Because it was a video game, you know, it's a work of fiction, it's not real, we can talk about stuff like that. I get why we don't talk about stuff like that, and I get why we prefer the censorship. I'm not sure about prefer. True. Well, some people prefer. But like I said, that's a whole other political debate that we don't need to get into right now. Um, But I feel like the way that Yakuza would do it, knowing how grounded and realistic their story is, it could be quite a sensitive subject for a lot of people in a lot of parts of the world. I think, uh, Swaz, you're about to interject something. I was going to say, like, because uh, gaming is so much more popular now than it was back in the day. So now, like, you know, games are as popular as movies and stuff. So they have to appeal to, like, a much wider group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, those wider group of people tend to be a bit more sensitive about things. Of course. Yeah, I agree. With with that mainstream with with that mainstream attention, you have to follow the mainstream set of rules and appeal to everybody. Real quick question then. Let's say they release this uh, spin off collection, which would be Kenzan Ishan Ishin and uh, Dead Souls. Which is a zombie apocalypse um what if situation game that comes after Yakuza Four? Uh, sorry, Cyrus, are you about to say something? No, I was just I was laughing about because I I remember when Dead Souls came out. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people say you know let, let's forget about Dead Souls, but um, I don't think it was a bad game. It's just very 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 casual shooter type game because uh, yeah, if you was... go in there hoping you can headshot every zombie. Um, the gunplay is not really set up for that. It's meant to be more casual. So if you have go in there trying to more have fun with it, because you have abilities that will randomly give you headshots, but otherwise you're just shooting all the time, you know. So right. yeah. So but then the thing the um, but that was the thing about Dead Souls is that uh, I think they should still at least have it in a remaster, and I think having it within the collection of uh, Kenzan and Ishin would make the most sense as opposed to having it in a collection with the Black Panther games which is the PSP Yakuza games um, which have also never been localized that it makes more sense because it was a PS3 game but anyways mm-hmm. let, let's say they release you know this three these three games as a collection 
uh, like they did with uh, the remastered collection. Which ones would you play first? Or which one so, would you start off with? Well, uh, one of the games is like a zombie apocalypse thing, but I don't, I'm not even familiar with the other two games. Yeah, so uh, you have uh, Kenzan. That one was actually released on the PSP. I mean, not PSP, PS3. And that one takes that. That one you're basically uh, Kiryu, back in the Edo period, I think. Uh, he's he's actually uh, Musashi, but he has to go undercover or into hiding, so to say. So he so he changes his name to Kiryu Kamanosuke, Kazumanosuke. Um, but he's basically you know he's he's supposed to be kind of Kiryu's ancestor type of thing. Um, and then you have Ishin, which takes place during, uh, I believe, the Meiji era, or maybe it was be- before that. But you are uh, Ryoma Sakamoto, which is also Kiryu's something ancestor, sort of. But and you basically infiltrate, or you join the Shinsengumi, trying to investigate the, I think, the murder of his father. Uh, but they're both samurai-based games. And then you have Zombie Apocalypse, you know, Dead Souls, which was called Of the End in uh, Japan. I'd probably play one of the samurai ones first, mm-hmm. and then like the zombie apocalypse one in the middle to kind of break it up. <laughs> well, which one would you? Uh, which samurai one would you start off with first? Do you think? I have no idea. Whichever <laughs> one looks cooler on the poster. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Ishin was actually released on the PS4, whereas uh, oh, Kenzan was released on the PS3. The PS3, one, PS3 one? Yeah. What about you, Cyrus? Probably the same. I'd I'd play it uh, since there's no like actual chronological order. I, I'd probably play it by release date, just so you know. I played the earlier one first, and then played the more updated one after, so I didn't feel like I was taking a step back in gameplay. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is exactly what I thought you guys would say, um, because I would do the exact same, and I think a lot of people would do the exact same. And so I think, honestly, this whole uh, issue not possibly not getting localized because of this criticism of the whole Haruka thing isn't that big of an issue. Um, and the reason why I think that, not just because, you know, this is Japan back in the day, so it's not like it's a current event thing, which, you know, most of the time when people complain, like, of the last, you know, similar political, social issue, what games come to mind on that? Last of Us 2? You just remind me of that game called Manhunt on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Manhunt, okay. Yeah, <laughs> controversial. Oh yeah, I remember that. Anything else? Yeah, and also received a lot of censorship. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can't really forget one of the most controversial series since it, you know, first came out. But Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. I knew you would say it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, well, like I said, it's like one of the most controversial franchises on the market since its birth. So, I mean, like, okay, so now with all the games we've mentioned so far. What is the common thing among them when it comes to why these why these games get you know very much criticized for how they portray things? The violence. Violence. Okay. Is what I usually see most commonly: the violence and who is receipt on the receiving end of the violence, or mm-hmm. how gratuitous the violence is. Really. Right. Right. Especially when you're talking about a game like Manhunt, it was you know very gory and obscene, if you will. Now. With these games, what's the general setting, though? You mean, like, modern day? Yeah, modern yeah, day, modern in some era. case, future. And the thing about Yakuza is that it's 1800s Japan, right? Right. So it's not like it's something that's that's today, which I think already will probably cut back a little bit on the criticism in that case. 
And another difference would be when, like, for most Yakuza fan base that want Ishin, they already know about this. You're not going to see them complaining about it. Now, if you were to start with someone who was new to the series and they were trying to, they were going to review the game and think about it, you guys yourselves said that you probably would start with Kenzan and then you might go into Dead Souls and then you'll go into Ishin, right? So Ishin is like the last game you're going to get to. In reality, how many of these reviewers actually go through all three games? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm thinking. Any kind of criticism that happens for this will not be anything immediate. And by that time, if they're selling it as a collection, they would have made themselves. Yeah. That's my opinion of it. <laughs> so I really and don't think... To, yeah, go ahead. Just to go off what you said, though, um, real quick. I I agree with you, too. We do find uh, We do find that it's more... Some of these more touchy subjects are more acceptable... In a historical sense, because mm-hmm. and believe me, I'm I'm one for I, I love you know historical accuracy with fiction interjected just you know for pizzazz like <laughs> Assassin's Creed for instance yeah takes place around a lot of you know actual historical events and yeah I'm not gonna say Assassin's Creed one to really push the envelope on stuff like that but again because it's historically accurate those things are deemed more What's the word I'm looking for? Um, acceptable, I guess, mm-hmm. because of its historical accuracy, rather than, oh my goodness, that's you know, that's terrible today, and we we can't talk about stuff like that today. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about that, Swaz? I agree. I think like I don't think they shy away from like you know historical accuracy in favor of like censorship. I- I'm opposed to censorship in general, right? As we all, like, are, I don't I think, think it comes from it. <laughs> Yeah, I think pretty much gamers in general, because the the main people who really complain aren't aren't really gamers. It's not, it's not something they do on a daily basis or anything like that. They don't play a lot of games. They've played some, but they don't play a lot. In my in what I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Same. if you know Sega ever listens to this, I hope they realize it's really not a big issue <laughs> that they have to worry about. I'm sure some people will take offense to it, but it's not going to be something that you'll see often enough that it will affect anything and it'll probably be a year even after the release yeah and i mean when it comes down to it there's always going to be somebody that's going to take offense to something yeah you can't please everybody yeah yeah and it's already people are already uh, having a hard time going through the yakuza series as is maybe they need a little controversial spice yeah (laughs) even bad even bad publicity is still publicity well, <laughs> that's true too, though. Um, so moving on to the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, so one of the most recent things that have come up in terms of uh, the Yakuza series, in particular Yakuza Like a Dragon, is that it's also getting a dub. Ooh. Now, the thing is, as far as I'm aware, it's dual audio. So it's not only going to be dub. You have the option. But uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I I think you know uh, that I am like anti dub in all of its forms. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like you know things should be experienced like in the language that they were made. Mm-hmm. But like with obviously like you know, you should be able to read what's happening. But 
like I feel like you lose a lot in like dubbing and like in in the most like um, uh, what's the word like in the most egregious of circumstances like the plots can change and the characters can change dubbing even if they don't mean for it to mm-hmm. so that's just one of the reasons why I like not a fan right I mean I I think I I'm sure all of us actually would say that we prefer the original. Japanese language, but this is optional, though. Like, what do you think about them having the dub being an option, or do you think they it's not even necessary? Elsewhere. I'm sorry. What was that? I said they could spend all the money they're paying for voice actors and all that better elsewhere. Is my opinion. <laughs> okay. All right. What about you, Cyrus? Oh boy. <laughs> um. Well. Un- Fortunately, I gotta be a little bit against Swaz on this one because I'm very pro dubbing. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I know, it's I'm bound not, to happen. Uh, it's bound to happen. We we all disagree on something. Um, I'm very pro dubbing. Um, personally, for me, it's as you know, a not whatever the native language might be speaker. It's an easier. It, I have an easier time experiencing it if I can understand it. Um, as an option, I think it opens up their fan base a bit because there's probably some people out there, just like there's plenty of people out there that don't watch a movie because it's only, you know, subbed. It might look like a really good movie, but they don't want to, you know, quote unquote, read the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for an option, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. Um, I agree with Swaz. There is a lot of stuff that translates differently and comes across differently when you get into translating it into different languages. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it's a a bad thing. As for the Yakuza series, personally, I would still play it um, subbed just because I appreciate the authenticity of it. Yeah. That way. Because it's but, very yeah, uh, rooted come... in uh, Japanese oh. culture. Right. Like, you're not going to find, you know, someone, you know, a bunch of people walking around Kyoto all speaking English for no reason. <laughs> I mean, I am the... I'm lenient when it comes to dubs. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watch Rurouni Kenshin. I know, actually, I'm yeah. pretty sure you all have, but have you ever watched it yeah. dubbed? Yes. Nope. No. Okay. And yes, from Cyrus. Uh, I've only now, watched it dubbed, in fact. Well, <coughs> have, do you know which dubbing you watched? Because surprisingly, a lot of people don't know this, but there were two dubbings for Roni Kenshin. Um, Ooh, I'm I don't guessing know. you heard, you probably listened to the Media Blasters, uh, dubbing. Um, the easiest way to tell is how they pronounce Batosai. If they pronounced it that way, then it's Media Blasters. It's the better dubbing. Whereas, do you remember? Or no? I cannot say for sure. <laughs> I might have. I might have watched them both for all I know because I watched it, you know, way back when, and I actually just recently watched it not that long ago. I can say this: I'm pretty lenient with dubs, and Media Blasters dub was good. Sony's was ear grating to me. To the point where I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore. But that's because I knew I had another option, you know. So, um, I think if you heard the Sony dub, you probably would know that that's what you heard. Because it doesn't, the pronunciations are pretty bad. And I know you, uh, when we talked about uh, Food Wars, by the way, I think both of you have watched Food Wars. When we talk about Food Wars. A couple days ago. Yeah. you, uh, You were very... You, you you made a point about how you don't like the way they pronounce uh, Megumi. Ah, uh, yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Dubs, dubs do bother me sometimes with the way they pronounce things. Like, you definitely tell like that person has probably never experienced any kind of Japanese <laughs> pronunciations. How? Oh yeah, yeah, that one hurt a lot. And every time they said it, I just cringed a little bit. So how 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 exactly say it? I'm curious now. They pronounce it like Megumi. When it oh, should be pronounced right, right, like right. Megumi. Yeah. Yeah. They, I'm like, she's not Mega Man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, you know, in my opinion, I think it's a good thing. Uh, like Cyrus says, it opens, you know, doors to more fans who can get into the series. But I think uh, one of the main things, and I've actually mentioned it on social media myself, when people talk about, you know, the fact that the fan base is criticizing the, you know, the work put into dubbing. Uh, I've mentioned that I know people who are dyslexic, and but I mean that in itself is pretty big because I we have a mutual friend who is like dyslexic, and that's the reason why he doesn't play the Yakuza games because it's yeah. a lot of reading. <laughs> so it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of dialogue, um, and then you know the the usual uh, deaf fans, or not deaf. I'm sorry, blind blind fans. Or, well, that would be, I'm not, not sorry, not fans, uh, blind gamers. Which, by the way, that, that doesn't mean completely blind. Because you can be considered, uh, classified legally blind, but you can still see. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, cause the reason why I mentioned that is because when I talk about blind gamers, people are just like, well, why are they playing games anyway? They can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there are actually some people who are completely blind and have played through games. Uh, I think this a few years ago, someone beat uh, Ocarina of Time completely blind based on just people telling him, you know, where to go and uh, from where he is and stuff like that. Can't be any worse than trying to watch Twitch plays Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the issue with Yakuza specifically with both of those points that you mentioned is um, even if they do dub it, there's still like so much reading that you have to do. Oh, yeah. It's, That's completely yeah. true. Right? Like, there's still so much text, even if, like, you can understand um, the actual, like, spoken dialogue. I'm not sure how helpful that would be. Well, you know what? To be honest, though, point. To, I mean, even with the... Even if they were to keep it, you know, Japanese dialogue with no... Put, put no, you know, dubbing effort into it, most of the game is already going to be subtitled in English. So, yeah. in this case, that part of it doesn't change. <laughs> so it's just more effort into putting you know dubbing into the voice lines so you know you were saying already before that you know um, c certain things get lost in translation or lost in context um, but that's already going to happen when the game is being subtitled well I think like one more what I meant is um, when they actually like change the spoken dialogue there's been cases where like it's almost like the script changes mm-hmm Whereas, if you're stubbing it, I feel you're more forced to, like, go with a more literal translation of what's happening. Uh-huh. And, like, like, the biggest example that I always like to bring up, and I've probably brought up to you before, is, like, Dragon Ball. Yeah. And, like, so then when that was dubbed, they just, like, changed so much. And, like, when I found out, I was, like, I think that was the thing that really put me off dubbing, is how, the, how much the, the characters changed with the dub. Well, um... You know, the dubbing has changed quite a bit from from back then to now. The 
a lot of you know dubbing companies are much more aware that people will compare it to the original, so they try to make it mo- as authentic as possible. Um, the mm. Dragon Ball dub, I think uh, you're talking about ocean dubs, if I remember right, because you know one example um, that I assume might be the same dubbing is when when it when it comes to Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z is uh, when Vegeta talks about uh, Goku's father, right? Who made the fake moon thing. Is that yeah. like an example? Yeah, so that's ocean dub. So that's an older dub. Uh, I think that's like, not quite bad as well. <laughs> what was that? I think the Funimation dub was quite bad as well. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I can't really say because I don't know if I watch much of the Funimation dub. Funimation Funimation is kind of a mixed bag, honestly, when it comes to dubbing. it's. I wonder if it's like a director who actually is behind it more than anything. Most likely. Yeah, because they usually are pretty authentic with their with their dubs. Um, like the mo- one of the more recent ones is uh, Hioka. Um, and then they, re- they redubbed uh, Initial D, which I know you haven't seen, Swaz. Have you seen that, Cyrus? Uh, it's been quite a while, but yes. Okay. Now, Initial D also had two dubs. Funimation was the good one. Um... But the one they had before that, I think, was a uh, Tokyo Pop, and that one was pretty bad. It's pretty, pretty yeah. bad dub. That was the one <laughs> where they changed Ikatani's name to Iggy. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so, but that's the thing, though. That like that on Funimation was a good dub, but then it had like Detective Conan, which they changed to uh, Case Closed because they were afraid of, you, you know, like other Conan branded shows as a possible litigation. They changed it to call the case close. And then they Americanized all the characters and that was weird. That one was really weird. Like Shinichi Kudo became Jimmy Kudo and Ran Mori became uh, Rachel Moore. And <laughs> like why would you do that for a show like this? <laughs> Funimation is weird. I don't know. Sometimes most of the time they seem to do really good dubs and it's funny when I can recognize the voices from another show like uh like, for instance, Case Closed being an example, um, and then I listen to Initial D, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's Rachel and Serena from Case Closed. But, uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, the team that works on the dubbing for Yakuza is the, has, been the, has been primarily the same team that has been working on doing all the subtitles for the Yakuza games. But I think the best example of how well they would come out with the dubbing is... Uh, I'm, I know you guys know Bakamitai. The oh, song? Bakamitai? The, uh, the song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know that one, right, Cyrus? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> meme. It, it's been a giant meme for a while. Um, if not, if you don't know it, look it up. You'll find tons of meme results. Um, they actually did a dubbing of that song. And if you look at the, you know, the, the literal translation of the song and how they dubbed it, I think they did a pretty good job. To be honest, and dubbing songs can be pretty tough. Um, but uh, if you want to check something out, I would say look at that to give you an idea of how well they may do the dub. And even in the end, I guess you're not gonna. I don't think any of us are gonna use the dubbing option either way. But I know that Swaz was saying it's like a waste of resources, right? <laughs> well, like my um, very like opinion, I know a lot of people are pro dub. Well. The Yakuza fan base, not so much. Oh, should mention too, 
Yakuza has had a dub before. The original PlayStation 2 of Yakuza 1 was dubbed. It was only dubbed though. There was no dual audio. And so that. that probably uh, is influential in why people are not too partial with a dub coming for Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, that one was that one had a lot of good uh, voice actors and actresses, but they they weren't dubbed well. Other than uh, uh, Goro Majima being dubbed with um, Mark Hamill, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean it honestly fits, and he actually did a pretty yeah. good job. But otherwise, everyone else was pretty meh. Yeah, but yeah, that that's basically all I was gonna bring up when it comes to the Yakuza discussion. There's a lot to talk about. I would like to have one where it's mainly f- like fan and plot talk but that's going to be probably with different people and who knows when that will happen but i really just want to talk about it because uh this the new game is coming out and there's a lot a lot of subjects coming up with uh, yakuza that we are just really already talked about any closing thoughts uh can't wait for kiwami 3 <laughs> <laughs> really believing in that huh yeah <laughs> have you um I think um, Kiwami 2 shares the same engine as Yakuza 6, if I remember right. Yeah. So I think uh, the previous engines were pretty close to that already without the styles. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think it's that bad. I, for one, have... I started with Yakuza 3, and I went back to Yakuza 1 and 2 original, not the Kiwamis. 1 was terrible to go back to camera and lock-on system was just i mean i already talked about how the lock-on isn't great but in original one it was awful but two was bearable like i was able to play through two just fine so really i don't think a jump back to yakuza 3 from kiwami 2 would be that bad for the remaster at least my opinion but yeah uh having played kiwami and then going into kiwami 2 uh not long after um, it's definitely a big, or it's definitely a significant difference in the play, but I wouldn't say it breaks the game to have to go backwards. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I, I really don't think it's gonna be that bad. Yeah, you do lose the styles, but was there were there styles in Yakuza Kiwami too? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess that might be a loss for you, but I, I really don't think it's gonna be that bad to be honest. Maybe it's like playing Devil May Cry 4 and then going back to 3. Yeah, but 3 was the best anyway. <laughs> See? There you You're go. Right. <laughs> and I agree with you. <laughs> you know I'm not a Devil May Cry fan in the first place, but 3 was amazing. But yeah, I think that's the end of the podcast. Um, I forget. Uh, Cyrus, did you have any closing thoughts? Oh, no, not really. <laughs> Except that everybody should play Yakuza because it's, it's a great series. Yeah. And I think, uh, oh, it's, you know, probably should have said it earlier, but it's, uh, everyone always assumes it's Japanese uh, GTA. It's not at all. No. Not at all. And even I got that impression initially. Um, I didn't even get to talk about that, but oh, that was my bad. Thanks everyone for listening. That That is it. Until next time, have a good one.